This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. Daniel from White Marsh. So what is our dilemma today? Do you think stepkids are ever really considered your kids? Uh, I would hope so. Yeah. Well, why, why do you ask? So... I got married in September, and... Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I already have two sons. Mm-hmm. One's eight, one's nine, and my wife has a 13-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. I consider her my daughter, and um, we're all great. <laughs> so what happened was, on Christmas, we went to my parents' house, mm-hmm. right? And my sister and her daughter were there, and everybody exchanged presents, except that my sister conspicuously did not give my new stepdaughter a present. And thinking it's an oversight, you know, I brought it up with her later, and she straight up was like, that is not your real daughter. I don't consider her my niece. I'm not going to be buying her presents. How old is she, by the way? How old is your stepdaughter? My stepdaughter is 13. Okay. That's That's a very impressionable age to, like, be purposely left out of something yeah so so this like why why do you think why do you think there was such like animosity is there anything that happened between your your wife and her or is this well now before that no it, it's just more that my sister's you know she's been married for a long time and she's kind of a traditionalist oh. she considers like that the so family you you have the scarlet letter on your back because you're you're yeah. the divorced one. Oh, yeah i got divorced wow. and i got remarried and i'm bringing this new wife into the family and so so where where is your wife's head at right now since that happened she's pissed she you know she's like we're a family you know my sons are she considers them her sons mm-hmm. yeah they're her stepsons i consider my stepdaughter my daughter mm-hmm. um but I, I also don't want to like impose my like feelings on my sister you know like because technically she's right so i'm not really sure Oh, and I'm not really sure. I don't want to make her feel a certain way that she doesn't feel. Right, right. Well, uh, happy holidays. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's how it seems to go sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's get some phone calls. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. I mean, when someone gets married, should you consider the stepkids like part of the immediate family? Are you on the other side being like, not technically, no, oh like that's God. not really part of like they, they, he wasn't there when she was born. That's not her real dad. That's not you know the, the sister has no obligation to buy it for this other child. That's not really. 
you know, blood related at all. Do you think his sister was in the wrong for not getting the gift? 410-583-1065. Thoughts? I think that is so rude of your sister. Like, I can't believe that she did that, especially on Christmas. And it felt very, like, vindictive. Like, she was purposely trying to leave your daughter out. Like, I know you say she's your stepdaughter, but... I mean, to me, it's like if you're a blended family, like that's your daughter. There doesn't even need to be a step in front of that. And I would hope that your family would be welcoming and treat them and treat her. So you think sister's in the wrong? Yeah. I can't believe she did that. I, I agree. I think sister's in the wrong. But to play her side for a second, like if somebody, so as you know, as, as a 39 and a half year old, I refuse to say 40 yet. Stop and um, a half. I, I literally will, I know the feeling here. It does get really tricky when you start to blend family of like what's coming in, what's going out, who's really considered part of this, who's not. So I can I see the trickiness in this. And there may be some people that literally sit back and say, that's not your real kid. There should be no obligation for your sister to feel like but, but she has to provide a, that to somebody else. This isn't a girlfriend. This is his wife. They're married. They're a family. 410-583-1065. Like, was his sister in the wrong for not getting this gift, or do you feel like it's not really her responsibility? Danielle from Edgewood, good morning. Good morning. So what do you think? Do you think the sister was in the wrong for, for not having the holiday gift for the for the stepchild? Uh, no. No. No way is she wrong. How it, so? Because I'm having a hard time seeing that perspective this morning. Well, because the stepkids are not really her kids. I'm a stepmom. I have a stepson. Okay. But he's not mine. You see what I'm saying? So I don't I don't buy him gifts. I'm his, his dad's wife. So even and, though you guys are married, so you guys are fully married, right? Yes. And you don't look at his son from a previous marriage as your actual child? No, because he's not. He's, he's not my blood. I, I didn't have him. I have nothing to do with him. I mean, he has a mom. I'm not his mom. Um, I'm his dad's wife. So, absolutely, the sister's not wrong in any way. So, do you have, do you have biological children? Yeah, I do. So, and, do. And, and you provide them with, with gifts and, and love and support and everything else. Absolutely. But, but, Absolutely. They're my kids. I had them. They're my blood. Yes. My kids are my kids. But you, and I love them. But your stepson, you, you just, you're basically just roommates with, it sounds like at this point. I, if you want to call it that, sure. But he's not mine. I, I didn't have him. I mean, is that a, how's your relationship with him? How do you guys get along? He's fine. You know, he's a kid, but he's not my kid. I mean, you know, he's, he's a good kid, but it, I, he doesn't belong to me. Mm, kids are not your real kids. Okay. They're just kids okay. of the one you're married to. Do Do you feel like most step-parents feel this way? Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody feels this way. They're probably not going to talk about it and admit it, but, it, but it's the truth. Everybody feels this way. Oh, okay. For sure. All right. Well, thank you for calling us. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. 410-583-1065. This is uh, Paigey from Baltimore City. Hey, Paigey, good morning. Good morning. What What do you think? I mean, are stepkids, should they be considered part of the family once you marry somebody else? Yes. I feel like they should be considered a part of the family. I don't think that it is fair to isolate a child just because that is not because they are not kin, that's when a lot of underlying issues come up. And considering the fact that he is married and he should put his wife first and he definitely should consider her feelings. So technically, like he said, yeah, she's, you know, her, the daughter is not his child, but that's 
still definitely wrong to not include her or make her feel welcome. Are because you, now, are you, say it again. So are you are you a stepmom? I used to be a okay. stepmom. And so did you and, consider that child as your own? Because it sounds like the one we just talked to is kind of like, listen, absolutely. it ain't my blood, it ain't my problem kind of thing. No, I never said that. That wasn't me. No, the woman before was, you said but that. Did you, no, but yeah. did, you oh, ever, yeah. did you ever feel that way? Because the, the woman we just had on the phone was basically no. saying step-parents actually feel that. They're just never going to admit Mm-mm. that. Do you agree with that? No, not all step-parents feel that way. And I don't appreciate her for putting everybody in the same bubble as how she feels. Yeah, yeah. okay. So that, let, let that be known. I treated my ex just is ex's daughter just like she was mine and i've been in her life since she was about four and a half mm-hmm. okay. so you know years later now that we're not you know together i still don't treat her any different okay. and anytime i went and got my daughter something she got something we go and get hair and everything done yeah even though she has a mom that is still that it's like a blended family you can't just oh that's not my blood that's okay. very disrespectful and that's kind of some morals that you shouldn't even be in a marriage. Just be by yourself See, or just be. That's how it so from from the outside point of view, that's how it feels too, but I just I'm not sure how many people, you know, agree. Lauren from Baltimore, do you agree with that theory? I think that Cinderella's stepmom that was just on is <laughs> completely wrong. <laughs> I don't know where she came from. I don't know what CPS needs to go get her kids and her step, but are you kidding me? So, they are innocent children. If, if you just tuned in, we had a woman that called in just to give her opinion on the topic and said that I'm a stepmom and I don't treat my now husband's child the same way I treat my child. And she went on to say that the majority of step parents actually feel that way, but they're just not going to verbally admit that out loud to you. Yeah. So Lord, when you hear that, like what do you, you completely disagree then? I completely disagree. I didn't need my stepfather to tell me he didn't like me. I knew just by his actions, by the fact that he treated his daughters better than me. I did not ask to be living in his house. I did not ask for my mom to be part of his family. Okay. But I was. Well, then wait a minute. Then For for going back to to her statement of step-parents feeling this way, it sounds like possibly in your situation, is that how your stepdad treated you? Oh, yeah, and he's dead now, and I'm happy about it. Oh, wow. Well, I mean... I, <laughs> he was a bad guy. I can't see why you wouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. That'd be super frustrating. And it's heartbreaking to hear, honestly. Yeah. Thank you for calling us. 410-583-1065. This is... Angie, Angie. from Rosedale. Hey, Angie, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going, guys? We're good. Do you agree that it's, should, should stepkids be considered, like, full blood when it comes to somebody's family? Absolutely. If you got a heart, you know, I mean, it's just absolutely be a caring person. My family always treated my stepkids like they were mine. And they're grown now, and my family still gives them gifts. I mean, I get the grandkids' gifts and everything. I just, if you're going to have that commitment, you need to have a heart, and, and everybody needs to be on the same page. Because mm-hmm. that other woman that called in, she was awful, heartless. We don't feel that way because we have hearts. We are human beings. So you, you, you have stepkids. That one was awful to call it in a couple times ago. <laughs> you, you have, so you have stepkids. Yes, I do. And how, you, you, how long have you been a stepmother? For 20 years, I've been a stepmom. Mm-hmm. And you 100% feel and act as those kids are your own blood. Yep, go to the games. I went to the baseball games, the soccer games. I went to them all, to the field trips, everything. Has your family always treated them like they're your own? 
Since day one. Okay. Since day one. All right. And you would expect them to. If they didn't, how would that go down with you? Well, you know what? Then we probably wouldn't show up anymore because <laughs> I just, because my family's, we're, we're Italian Catholic and we're very um, loving hearted people. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't expect anything less from my family. Mm-hmm. You know, they're such good people. It's, you know, it's good to hear that. Thank you for Thank calling you. us. Well, thank you guys. I love listening to you all every day. Have a great day. What is the proper etiquette when it comes to response time on text messages? Like in your head, do you have a number? Like go ahead and think of that number right now. Lock it in your head. Okay. Like what? What is that? Because there's no book, right? There's no there's no rule book to this kind of stuff. It's not illegal to take a long time. But Jess feels like her dad went way too long. Yeah. No, we're definitely in a fight right now. He just doesn't know it. So what happened? So I texted him on Friday night. A picture of food that I was eating. <laughs> it was fried chicken and fried rice that Garage Boy had made, and this was very sp- this was a very special meal because he attempted to recreate a meal from one of my favorite restaurants from our hometown, Stockton. Okay, from the specific restaurant called Dave Wong's, and this restaurant is near and dear to my heart, and this fried chicken is very near and dear to my heart. Okay, and it's an emotional fried chicken. It's an emotional fried chicken, and my dad and I—it's like our thing. Like we go to this restaurant and like have lunch or like have dinner. It's like our thing. Mm-hmm. So Gerald was trying to Garage Boy was trying to recreate this for me, and I send this picture to my dad, and this man responds yesterday. <laughs> At 10 a.m. So that would have been, what, three days? How long is that? If you text him Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so three day. Is that three days? Yeah. And he's all, damn. (laughs) I was like, sir, first of all, the disrespect. Second of all, it's been like a week and a half. (laughs) Okay, three days. But to me, I'm like, what if this was an emergency? It also it doesn't that is an emergency. It was more than just a picture of fried chicken. Like that was an emotional thing. So in your mind, what is what would the proper response time from your parents be? Like how long did your dad have before you started to get an attitude about it? I'm totally fine if that like for like six hours. I'm like I, it doesn't need six to, hours. It doesn't need to be within the hour. Like I'm cool. Like I'm a day of person. I get that one. One we're in a different time zone. Sure. Two, I get that you have a life and you're busy. But just get back to me by the end of your day. And the fact that he took basically three days to respond, and it was just a one word response, makes you feel certain. Excuse you. I give everyone. Two hours. You got a two-hour window with me. <laughs> after, like, after two, here's here's honestly my thought. Like, two, you got two hours. But that's everyone, not fair. y'all, y'all. There's not anyone in the world that doesn't check their phone in two hours. No one. No, what zero if period sleeping? people. What if they okay, can't have oh, their phone yes. at work overnight? What yes. if they're working out? Nobody doesn't check their phone at work. I've never seen one human on the planet that doesn't at least check their phone every ever. So my my tear goes like this. Within two hours, you're fine. Within four hours. Eh, you know, it's it's the danger zone. If you take longer than six hours to respond to a text message to me, you're dead to me. You're dead. Like, there's nothing. Obviously, you did not care enough. Yeah. Because you can't tell me within six hours you did not look at your cell phone. So I'm assuming that I'm just not important to you. But damn, three days? Yes. Like, no. I, honestly, even if he saw it, forgot. That's what I mean. And I, I was about to say, a grace period, I would have been okay if like the next morning, early morning, like, oh my God, like I was out golfing. I had too much tequila. You know how I do. Yeah. Like it's the next day. I would have been totally fine with that because I, I do that a lot. Like I'll be doing, if I'm like cooking and I see you got a text 
and I'll open it, but like my hands are messed up because I'm like doing dishes or something. I'm like, let me get back to that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh crap, it's been like seven hours. I forgot to answer. I do that a lot. But my dad, three days, like. Not okay. That is so disrespectful okay. to our relationship. To you, like, what is in your mind? Because I think we all have a different threshold on this. What is your threshold of response, text response time that you find appropriate? This text said two hours, Kramer. What if somebody's on a date or the movies? There's a lot of movies that are longer than two hours. That's true. That's, no, that's but 100% not okay, true. but not a lot. What? Not most movies are an hour and a half. What are you talking about? Batman just, was like 500 hours. That, Batman, yes, Batman. You you may have an excuse. And if you're on a date and if you're at dinner, like if if Garage Boy and I are out eating, I like try to put my phone away and I don't I don't want to be on my phone. But I bet you check it by the time you walk to the car. It don't depends. You? Typically, most people check their phone with a two hour. My point I'm trying to make here. Okay. okay. A guy said I've been with law enforcement and work in classified spaces, so I can go all day without checking my phone. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't date you. <laughs> I don't think you're offering, but like I don't I couldn't literally. So the police department is off limits for you is what you're saying I'm, because they're too busy <laughs> trying to save our our state and not our streets. It can't, it can't yeah. give you enough attention. Nope, nope. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What did you lose and where did you find it? 410-583-1065. I find these stories always so fascinating. And this one comes courtesy of one of your neighbors right here in Maryland. Do you have a story? Jesse, you may tell it. So her name is Becky Beckman and yep. she was having some issues with her toilet last week and it kept making this like banging noise. And so she and her husband plunged the toilet and then they end up finding her iPhone that she literally could not find over 10 years ago. And she lost it on Halloween and she had no idea where it was. She thought it vanished and ended up buying a new phone, but it was actually in the pipes for the last 10 years. For 10 years, your neighbor, Becky Beckman, had no idea what happened to her iPhone. Now, I'm assuming if this was Halloween night 2012, let's all take ourselves to Halloween night 2012, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah, had a few yeah, drinks yeah. in us. Yeah. So, you know, she wakes up the next day. She's like, what, what do I do with my phone? Where'd it go? But for 10 years. It was there. 
She had no idea what happened to this phone. By the way, this story is trending like everywhere. Everywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. But I think it happens probably to all of us. So what did you lose? And then where did you find it? And I'm kind of curious how long that took. Some some it may be instantly. It may have been somewhere super weird. Yeah. Others, you may have taken a long time like Becky. Let me give you a, one that honestly was the most frightening thing I've ever lost. Jess, my ex-wife was cooking dinner one night. She looks down. She goes, oh, my God, where's my engagement ring? Oh. That's when we were engaged. We're like, oh no, and that's the worst. So you know, that's, that's a lot of money. We start flipping over couches. We start going through all kind of stuff, just trying to like figure out where could this ring be, where could it go. Day goes by, still have no idea. I happen to tell the story on the radio. This was God, twenty two thousand nine, I think. And we, um, a listener calls in and said, "Did you check the trash can?" And we were like, "Why in the world?" Would a ring be in the trash can? Fell off her hand. I have no idea. To this day, I have literally no idea how it got there. But my ex-wife's engagement ring fell off her fingers. It somehow got into the trash can. Luckily, we didn't take the trash out. Oh, my gosh. But, like, think how much that would have been. Think how much money that would have been thrown. And I never would have thought. I never in a million years would have thought to look in the trash can if it wasn't for a listener just having to call in the radio show I was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. So crazy to me. Just unbelievable. If you've got a story for us, we really want to hear it. What did you lose? And then where did you find it? 410-583-1065. Hi, Mix. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Tell us uh, what did you lose and where did you find it? So I lost a debit card about five years ago and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I let my sister... Um, take my old apartment couches to her college apartment and a few months ago she actually called me and said that she found my debit card in the couch <laughs> you're so, lying dude, those couches can yeah. be tricky sometimes <laughs> no those can be super tricky sometimes that's yeah. funny so so now that can you go back to that night of possibly when you lost your debit card now that you know in hindsight right yeah i'm like you know what I would have never thought I would have been in a couch. Like, I I definitely flipped through the entire couch, and I flipped through, like, the entire apartment. But you're going so fast. Never, yeah. Yeah, I, like, went crazy, and so I ordered a new one and everything. Yeah, of and course. I get a call from my sister and her friend saying, oh, my God, we, we found, found this in the couch. Five like, years later. That's five so years. Well, five years. That's a good one. 410-583-1065. Jess? I lost my phone when we were in Seattle for the first time, and it was the most terrifying thing on the planet because I just went to pull out my phone and take pictures because we were uh, visiting like the first Starbucks, Ugh. and that was when I realized I didn't have it. It's a gut wrenching. And feeling. we had been there for about like thirty minutes or so, and I'm like, "Where has my phone been? We've been in line the whole time." I realized that I left it in the Uber. Okay. And I couldn't log into my. Are you? I had to log into my Uber to get the driver information. I kept forgetting the password. I kept. <laughs> I kept logging myself out. I had to log into my email. I Should couldn't figure gone. it out. Yeah. Finally, I was able to log in, and I got a hold of the Uber, and he came back. But, like, I was so scared because I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I don't have a phone. How am I supposed to get home? All of my information was on there. And the odds of that happening, too, yeah, is not good. 410-583-1065. Hey, Lindsay in Middle River, good morning. Hey. Okay, tell us, what did you lose and where did you find it? I also lost an engagement ring, but a little context. The engagement ring was my best friend who passed earlier. I got married on a Wednesday at the courthouse. So on Tuesday, it's raining cats and dogs, right? Okay. I had to pick up my father from the hospital. We go to Taps Tippies because hospital food sucks, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so I drop him off. I go to get ready for my wedding the next day, paint my nails and says, et cetera, right? Yes. Well, so my ring's off. I can't find it. We tear my house apart, my father's house apart. 
finally, midnight rolls around and I admitted defeat. I'm pregnant and I'm starving. I didn't eat my entire sandwich. And this so is right before, this is literally right before your wedding day. Right before my wedding day. That's, so, that's, that's very disappointing. Me and my husband are looking at each other and we're going, this is a huge sign for my best friend that I shouldn't get married because we lost Yeah, food. maybe. Possibly. So my pregnant butt is so hungry, I'm going to finish my chaps piggy sandwich and I'm crying because I'm so sad I lost this friend. <laughs> yeah. I open it up and stuck to the sandwich bread in the foil on physically on the sandwich bread was my engagement ring. No. <laughs> how in the hell how in the hell did that happen? Uh, I guess because chaps is so slippery with all the delicious sauces, it must have slipped right out when I was wrapping it up. What kind oh of sandwich was this? And you know what? When we opened it, it was right in front of the picture of my best friend smiling and we both took that as a sign. Wow, that's a cool story. Aww. That's a cool story. I love that story. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Stacy, good morning. Uh, what did you lose and where did you find it? Good morning. My son brought his pet snake down in a shoe because he said the shoe's a nice dark snake. Ew! Wait, okay, wait, wait, okay, a snake pet. So this was, you knew, obviously you knew this was, a, it wasn't like he just found a snake on the side of the road. Like, you knew this he is his pet. had a snake. No, this was his pet. Okay. Oh my gosh, you're such a good mom for letting him have that, by the way. Yes. I could never. <laughs> So, but now it gets lost. Yes, he forgot about the shoe. He put it on a table and oh my snake got it. My God. <laughs> Ew, okay. No. I, first off, that's got to be the most terrifying thing ever. Like, so you're like you where never is know the where snake? Gonna... Where could it be? Well, before you tell us where you found it, how long was the snake lost for? It's about, well, 12 hours. 12 hours. Absolutely yes, not. No, thank you. House. Not in my house. Okay, where's where'd you find the snake? In the back of the fireplace, no. which had been on, so uh, <gasps> it was nice and warm. Wait, was it dead? <laughs> no, it was alive. It was alive. Thank it was God. alive, but yeah. it just, wow. <gasps> Oh, no. My God. That's, I yeah. don't know why that makes me want to cry. I'm so I just, scared. Okay, so here's what I imagine to make the situation worse. The snake catches on fire, then starts coming after you. Even worse. A yeah. fiery snake. Oh, my even gosh. Worse. That's crazy. Back to the fireplace. Huh? Mom of you the Year is Stacy right here. Yeah, you, uh, you win. Kid jokes. And, like, you're an active participant in this. Kid or adult. You've got, like, two separate rules. What kid jokes is, is well, you want to explain the premise behind it, Jess? Yeah, kid jokes uh, is when kids from all over Maryland can call in, and basically it's your chance to be a radio star and tell your favorite joke. And the reason why we do this is because kids are funny, funnier than us, yeah. honestly. And it's just a fun way to start your morning. Well, I also challenge any adult listening to, like, try to solve these. Because what we've... Re- and I used to give you Jess can't. a hard time because yeah, I was can't. like... you can't. I was like, why can't you get these? These are kids. Yeah. Like, they're, they're single-digit number age. But How it could, doesn't matter because they're smarter than us. Don't let them punk you like this. But then I try to do it myself, and I'm like, wow, this is really super hard. Yeah. So try to take on some of the best kid jokes right now. If you are a kid, call our Kid Joke Hotline. You're getting back to school. It's time to be on the radio. That number, 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. If you got a really funny joke you want to share with, uh, with Marilyn, let us know. All right, here we go. Hi, my name is Harper. I am from Annapolis, Maryland. I'm nine years old, and this is my joke. How can you defend yourself underwater? What? How can you defend yourself underwater? underwater. You know. Fish, water. You can, like, maybe you're a shark. Shark? Uh... I like it. Sharks too. Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Show me a Shark Tank. I don't know. Yes. Carry a swordfish. Wow. Yeah. 
that would be much more sense than have a fantastic. short tag. Good That's one. fantastic. 855 Kid Joke. 855 Kid Joke. I'm Shania. I'm nine years old. I'm from Baltimore. And why did the toilet paper cross the road? Why the toilet paper cross the road? To roll to the other side. Okay. Show me Rooka's toilet paper they roll. Roll, paper roll. What else do they do? They right. do roll. Show me show me roll. I, roll to the other side. I like it. You know what I mean? To get to the crack. To get to the crack. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the crack because um, roads have cracks and That was awesome. Make a lot of sense. Okay. That makes perfect sense. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE if you want to get in on this. Hi, my name is Harper. I'm eight years old. And I'm from Ballard. And my joke is, why are skeletons always so calm? Why are skeletons always so calm? Because they don't have a brain. They don't have a brain. They don't have a brain. Okay. There's no brain. There's no... There's no feelings. No feelings. No brain. No brain. Show me they have no brain. Because nothing gets under their skin. Oh. Yes. That's so much better. How could it? <laughs> they have no skin because they're skeletons. That makes sense. Ah, this is a hard round. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. Hi, my name is Ben and I live in Annapolis, Maryland, and I'm 10 years old and this is my joke. What happened to the cat that ate the yarn? What happened to the cat that ate the yarn? The only thing that I'm I'm just thinking like cat fight okay. or hairball yarn oh. ball. Oh no. There you go. You Is it a yarn ball? Show me show me yarn ball. It had mittens. <gasps> Instead had, of kittens. It had, it had mittens. mittens. And that would actually make a lot of logical that makes sense. sense. I just want to send a huge thank you to you because now when you think of crazy stories in Pennsylvania, you think of us. It only took us two years. But now you know that we are the official source for PA So Cray Cray. I can't tell you how many people tagged me in the story. Well, I can. It's probably three. Yeah. That was dramatic. That's okay. It wasn't that many. Three more than it was last year. That's true. There you go. But I love it. I love that you think of us. Yeah. When you see wild stories happening in our neighbor to the north. And always said with love. We all know that we have our own stuff, right? Listen, but this is just like the more bizarre things that just don't really make sense. It's my theory since we moved here, yeah, almost two years ago, that like Florida, hands down, weirdest place on the planet, I'd say. Yeah. But there's like something in the water in Pennsylvania. You know, I could. There's actually a couple stories that happened in the last week that I'm like, what? Yeah. But this is one that cannot be ignored because this almost sounds like a very popular movie plot of a movie that we've all loved our whole lives. Jessica, it was Tuesday of last week. There was a uh, a call to the police mm-hmm. about 2 p.m. Okay. That uh, two men... We're stuck in a vat of chocolate <laughs> at the M&M factory. <laughs> Y'all, I Wait, did not make this up. What does that <laughs> look like, though? Like, what's happening? I, I cannot, like, listen, let, let's just go, let's go back to the very popular movie, Willy Wonka, because this almost sounds... Like a, when Augustus falls into the yeah, water? Yes. Oh, no, I mean the chocolate? This is... 
This is a real life news story, y'all, out of Pennsylvania. True story. What? Tuesday last week, police get a call from the M&M factory. Okay. They had to go rescue two men, or two workers, I'm not sure, out of a huge vat of chocolate. One report said the chocolate was only about waist high. So there was no fear of drowning in this situation like Augustus Glute (laughs) and Willy Wonka. So that's uh, the positive news here. Yeah. And this police report that came in, it said that, like, they weren't hurt, but they couldn't get out. So they were, it was like quicksand, (sighs) like they couldn't move. That's like, maybe they just, terrifying. I I don't. Not going to lie. Also, what were they doing? Why were they in it? Why were they standing in it? Now I'm seeing, like, like scenes of like I Love Lucy right now. Did they like, fall in? Yeah, were they? Yeah, did they fall Was in? Was somebody messing around? Do they, or I, is I, this part of the process? Do they like step on the chocolate and we just don't even know about it? That's I gross. I think M and M's trying to keep this kind of chill. Yeah, were their shoes right? on? Like where where like <laughs> the barefoot in this bowl of chocolate? These two M M&M and M employees, by the way, were taken to the hospital. They're okay, just so no one has to fear about our neighbors to the north. This is a real story. I think the biggest concern I have in this situation is like, so is the chocolate ruined? Is it like Willy Wonka? I'm or they sure have to like, it's ruined. Like they better not. Out? I swear to you, they better not. Does somebody get sent? Or do the they make egg? it? Do they? Or do they make it and it's like fifty percent off? <laughs> so many questions. It's on discount. So many questions, you guys. Real life. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory stuff happening in Pennsylvania. I cannot make these stories up. All I do is I bring them to you and I say, PA is so cray-cray. Anybody in Maryland not follow their significant other on social media? If that's you, can you call us? 410-583-1065. I don't know how big of a pool that's going to be to pull from this morning. Yeah, and the reason why we got here is because uh, Benifer, <laughs> Benifer, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, close they they do not follow each other on social media. They went IG official for JLo's birthday um, a couple months ago, but they don't follow each other. And so we were curious to see, is that like a real life thing for couples? And yeah. if they do that and, if, and how that works in your relationship and if it's beneficial in any type of way. And like why, and I think more importantly, like when did it start? Yeah. Like what was that catalyst? that made you say, "Uh uh-uh, I don't want to follow you anymore. Mm -hmm. And is it, uh, another question here, just as I'm thinking out loud, is it like a a bad sign of your relationship if you don't follow? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't, I I guess it depends on what the situation would be. Yeah. Like for Ben and Jen, we don't know. I call him Ben and Jen. You call him Benifer. Yes. Uh, We don't know why they don't follow each other on social. They just don't. So I don't know that we'll get a lot of calls, but 410-583-1065. If you do not follow your spouse on social media. We want to hear the story, okay? Hey, Amy from Parkville, good morning. Good morning to you. Hi. You don't follow your significant other on social media. I do not. Explain why. We're just so curious of those that fall into this category, uh, the ones that don't. Why? He likes to post political stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. He likes to get the pot stirring and mm-hmm. get people all mad. And I'm just like, I just... Don't even follow him. And I love my husband, but I get phone calls basically at least once or twice a week saying, did you see what your husband posted? Did you see what your husband posted? And I'm like, you're like, no, I I didn't actually. And my life's better because of it. (laughs) I know. I know. So I just 
I, I don't even bother. When was like the, the 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 straw that broke the camel's back? When was the day that you were like, okay, that's it, I'm over it? That was like right after we started dating. I mean, like oh. my husband is a wonderful man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I have not followed him on Facebook. And he's obsessed with Facebook. Too. Yeah. Does he do it purposely to just to get people riled up? Or is he literally just trying to make his political statements? Um, It's actually kind of both. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. He, um, you know, does, you know. Kind of both. Kind to, of to you, it's a whole lot easier to say. You know what? Let's just keep it. Let's keep it out of the social media realms. And ever since you started dating, it was this way. It's so interesting yeah. to hear that. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I don't really follow a lot of people yeah. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not really on there a lot. But but when I am, you know, it's it's like you know, I post like kittens. Yeah, puppies, the good stuff. You know, yeah, like you know, positive stuff. And he, you know, he he likes to get the pop. He goes the other way. Yeah, just two different yeah. people. You like to keep it separate. It's good to hear this yeah. side. Thank you for talking to us today. Thank you. It was wonderful talking to you guys. Oh my gosh, wonderful talking to you too. Thanks for that. How many people in Maryland can say, I don't follow my significant other on social media? And like, what's the reason? Hey, Autumn from Spark. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Tell us, uh, you don't follow your significant other on social media. Yes. And why? It uh, was causing issues with relational animosity. Oh. Okay, break it down for us. Break it down for us. And, and normal speak, what happened? At the beginning of our relationship, we, there was um, a lot of comments about, like, oh, you look great today. Come out to the bar. And From the opposite sex. Yeah. That and, you would not, see on his page? Yeah, we okay. would both get, like, comments and posts from um, the opposite sex. Oh, y'all fine um, like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, and even though the... Like, status said, like, in a relationship, yes, it was still being like overlooked. And I, our relationship is very secure, but it was causing, like, you know, overthinking on both our ends. Like, well, who is this person? Uh, and like, insecurities, why, mm-hmm. yes. So, in order to shut that down, we just unfollowed. That would, I think, kill me. Wait, how, how <laughs> long was that going on for? And how long have you guys just been not following each other on social media? How long has that been going on? Oh, uh, well, we've been together for five years and it probably happened in like the first six months. Oh. So that's it. You got to go. You gotta go. Yep. You, you okay. can't. You can't be. And really quick, do you post like scantily clad, suggestive pictures, or these are just regular? Or same, with vice versa. Well, I mean, you always have your summer photos where you're in your swimwear. Of course, okay. obviously, All right, yeah. There it is. She out here. But um, even just sentence posts, like out at the bar with my buddies yeah. watching the football game, and it's like. People were like, oh, which bar? Can I come? What are you doing? I, I got to get on. Like, I need those kind of followers. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't, Jess, I don't know if you have those kind of followers, but I don't have any of those that are like, dang, you look good. All of mine are like thumbs up emojis. I'm but like, hey, okay. it's worked for them for about, what, five years? Hey, you got to do what you got to do over here. 410-583-1065. If you do not follow your significant other on social media, we're trying to find out why. Hey, Casey in Carroll County. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Casey, you you went through a two-year period, right, where you didn't follow your significant other? Correct. We've been dating for about six years, so mm-hmm. I would say this is probably about, like, three years ago. Yeah. He was really big into music. We were probably a little bit younger at the time because I'm 23 now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was he was really big into music, and it was just something that, like, I didn't understand. He would always post these, like, sad lyrics or relationship lyrics. And I would always be like, okay, what the heck's going on? Yes. I thought it was perfectly fine. <laughs> Obviously. People would be texting me and be like, did you guys, are you guys okay? Is yeah. everything all right? And I would be like, yeah. And I'd go home and I'd be like, is everything okay? He's like, oh, yeah, I just absolutely love that new song. Like, he, like, liked to create music as a hobby at the time. 
so he was really big into it. Yeah. But it's just, he it was just like one of those things where it's like, you know, if that's something he likes to do, that's completely fine. I just don't want to see it because yeah. I'm more of a positive person Dude, and I don't I... want to be second guessing anything. <laughs> yeah. And like, are you unhappy? Is everything okay? So you just unfollowed him for like two years just because you didn't want to yeah, see it. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, life took over. We got full time jobs. And now that's not something that really happens anymore. So we kind of just followed, I followed him back. <laughs> yeah. When the lyrics went away, you added him back. It's safe now. Yep. I can't tell you how much I'll over overthink a motivational quote posted by someone that I'm dating like I'm like what does that mean Lisa from Parkville you your significant other doesn't follow you that's right yeah so what what happened here this is the reverse story what what did you do <laughs> so I post a lot of stuff that's like kind of like social and political um and he's very passionate which for the most part I like but my followers don't and they'll get really angry at him and they'll start attacking him and I'm like I can't have this drama in my life so I actually had to block him from my public page he's blocked your significant other is literally blocked wow Okay. Yeah. So do you have do you have a big social media following? About thirteen thousand. That's a lot of people. Okay. okay. Yeah. So like and, and you say you post political stuff. Yeah. So I'll post things like, you know, like Black Lives Matter and like pro LGBTQ. Okay. And he'll nitpick a small thing. Like he'll he'll go on to your post. He would go on to your post and say something. Is this just yeah. to stir the pot though? Is this just to like get a rise out of people? No. So he'll he'll nitpick like one very small thing where I'll be like, well, okay, but this one thing right here is still a problem. And then everyone's like, yeah, but you need to see the bigger picture. And he won't back down. And then Wait, they attack so him. They all attack him. Wait, hang on. <laughs> yeah. You're you and this is your husband, or your boyfriend. Sorry. My partner. Your partner. You and your partner will get into political arguments on your own social media. Well, I won't argue with him because I try to, like, (laughs) leave it as an open platform for other people. Yes. But they'll start arguing with him. Look at that, man. So, wait. So, is this only online, like, just solely online? And then when you guys hang out, like, do we not discuss this? Is is it just kept completely separate now? We we don't discuss certain things because, again, he'll nitpick. And I'll be like, look, you're causing me heartache. Like, I know you're supporting. Me, but wow, <laughs> I can't have this discussion in person. That's wow. the next level. I think we could also open the phones up to that. I don't think we'll get another story like this. But if you had, if you blocked. had to block your <laughs> yeah. your spouse on social media, yeah, unfollowing yeah. is one thing, but blocking them, they went too far. They went too far. Thank you so much for calling us. My pleasure. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.